0: Next on the line, we have Michael Goodwin of the New York Post. Michael, you have been writing a lot about migrants. I believe today's column, uh, you you focus on that if I I can remember correctly. And one thing that really strikes me is how I, I see these activists using these migrants in New York City as pawns for their own goals. And to me, this feels exploitative and cruel. What do you think? well I, I think that's a good point. Um, I think that they are their goals that they're using the migrants for is essentially open border uh, unlimited kind of social leaning policies of housing food free this free that and they have brought and look first is, it starts below the border where many of the lawyers go into Mexico and help the uh, migrants uh claim asylum they teach them how to claim asylum and so they are knowing that most of them will not succeed but they will be allowed in the country Uh, be allowed to wait in the United States for really five, six, seven years until their court case is called. And then who knows how many of them will show up. And and virtually, you know, maybe 15 percent of them would qualify if history is any sign of the future. And so most of them are here for economic reasons, and that 's not what the asylum law is about it 's about persecution on several different cat for several different categories so yes you're right this is a this is a concocted thing that has been abetted by the policies of the biden administration, which is has made this rule that they can come and wait and that they will be sent around the country or you know that the advocate i mean the federal government. Is funding many of the advocates and many of the charities that are taking care of the migrants once they get here. Then, of course, we see in New York City, it's really up to the city to feed them, house them, clothe them, medical care, education. I mean, it's, it's an extraordinary sense of entitlement that these migrants are now demanding to stay in Midtown hotels instead of going to congregate shelter or larger settings. And Michael, this is David Patterson. What's interesting is there are a lot of homeless people around that hotel, and the migrants, for some reason think they should cherry pick where they're staying when the homeless people were here long before they got here are still struggling and the homeless people might be vets and they might be american- they're American citizens exactly so for whom do the bells toll? <laughs> well that they they, t- they right now they toll loudest for the migrants, and that's one of the problems that they have jumped the system they've jumped the line um look there there is this advocacy within the city council, and as I recount in the column, if you go back a bit, Mayor Adams, whom I think aired. By a large measure, by inviting so many and declaring New York a sanctuary city for this purpose, Mayor Adams talked about these ten cities. Remember, the first one was going to be in Orchard Beach in the Bronx. Uh, that one went up and was taken down. After in a matter we built of days. it and paid for it. Yes, well that's right but but then the city council has been undercutting him in another way the city council has been arguing no 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 you you can't uh, use tents you got to put them in hotels and and you have to put them on the waiting list for permanent housing so New York cannot possibly provide enough permanent Uh, subsidized housing for the 60,000 homeless already effectively on these waiting lists. Uh, And now it's going to bring already another 45,000 migrants and put them on the same list. I mean, this is this is insanity. What's going on? I mean, this is going to destroy further destroy the quality of life. And look, this money is coming out of the existing budget so far. And Everything that that you do in this way, uh, you're taking from somebody else. You're taking from the taxpayers, first of all. But then you're taking also from the people who really need the help who were here before. (laughs) And so this idea that the migrants, of course, they're needy people, and of course, America has been the most generous country in the history of the world in terms of uh, welcoming immigrants, but there has to be a system. There has to be some control. There has to be vetting. Uh, I mean, this has been a stampede across the border. Thousands of migrants have died making the trek from Central America. Where's the compassion for that? Mm -hmm. So I think the idea that this is a compassionate move is doubly or deeply misguided. So, Michael, I'm also troubled by something you just referenced, which is putting people in Midtown hotels. That will destroy the economy of Manhattan, which is the economic engine for the state. If you disrupt the economy of Midtown and you have all these people who don't have gainful employment, what do we do about that? Well, I'll give you another example. The hotels, which would normally be housing tourists. Uh, the city has been trying to get its tourist business back up and running after COVID. Uh, it's made a lot of progress. But th- you've just taken a lot of these hotels offline. There are a number of them now. Uh, I write about the two of them. Uh, the uh, the one uh, on 8th Avenue. Uh, called the Row used to be called the Milford Plaza, fairly well known for all the television commercials it used to do. Mm. That was a big tourist hotel. Uh, There are others that are in the same predicament now that are totally given over. Uh, The city is paying a fortune to, for these rooms uh, and no wonder the uh, the migrants don't want to go to a shelter or to a cruise ship terminal they got a they got a hotel room in midtown manhattan for free they got free food, free transportation. I mean, there are reports that many of them are working off the books. You know, they're not allowed to work. They're work- So they're taking jobs from other New Yorkers, presumably. Michael, so. we've got less than a minute left. I just have one more question. So on the cover of the of your paper, the New York Post today, was Hunter Biden admitting, yep, it is my laptop. Do you think this changes how Congress will investigate the whole laptop and what's in it? Look, um uh, I would be an optimist if I said yes. Uh, I think neither the media nor the Democrats in Congress will change an iota they They know it's his laptop they've known it all along for at least for years, and they have not treated it seriously this hmm. is This is a big event, but only for those who believe that something serious has happened here with the Biden family. Thank you Michael Goodwin thank you for getting the truth out to all American people and you do God's work thank you so much and what do we stand for in this show? Truth, truth Justice and the, in the American, American way. way God bless America It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network